Hello there. I'm David. And I read Wikipedia. And on this simply fabulous Tuesday, I'm going to be reading to you the Wikipedia article for LGBT. Which, I'll be honest, I picked because I thought it was a type of Ferrari from the 1950s, but it ain't. It is an initialism, referring to lesbian, gay, bisexual and transgender individuals. LGBT, or GLBT for idiots, is an initialism that stands for lesbian, gay, bisexual and transgender. Now folks, the first letter of each of those words has been made bold for morons that don't understand initialisms. Fun fact, it's only an acronym if it makes another word like laser. In use since the 1990s, the term is an adaptation of the initialism LGB. You know there's Moore's Law for computing power? I think there's some sort of law about the number of letters in this initialism. I think there's a new letter at the end every 10 years. I'm pretty sure LGBT's old hat, I think there's a C at the end or something now. No, a Q. A Q for queer or... I don't know. Oh, I should probably also say, if you are L or G or B or T and easily offended, well, I don't mean to be offensive. But if you're easily offended, you're going to be offended. In use. (laughs) It's actually going to be a little bit disappointing if I'm not offensive at all the entire way through. In use since the 1990s, the term is an adaptation of the initialism LGB, which was used to replace the term gay in reference to the LGBT community beginning in the mid to late 1980s. Activists believed believed that the term gay community did not accurately represent all those to whom it referred. We got a picture. We've got a very pride-filled picture. There is red and orange and yellow and green and light blue and purple. Fun fact, purple doesn't exist as a colour. The words pride, font, awful font. There is a... Wow, there is someone in the foreground, and I'm not even going to guess. At at first glance, I thought that's a woman. At second glance, I thought that's a man with lipstick. And uh, hair's not right. If I squint and and hold my phone further away, it looks like a chupacabra. We got a caption to this picture. LGBT productions, pride parades, and related events such as this stage at Bologna Pride 2008 in Italy increasingly dropped the LGBT initialism instead of regularly adding new letters and dealing with issues of placement of those letters within the new title. The initialism has become mainstream as a self-designation. It has been adopted by the majority of sexuality and gender identity-based community centres and media in the United States, as well as some other English-speaking countries. The term is used also in some other countries, particularly those which languages use the initialism, such as Argentina, France and Turkey. The initialism, LGBT, is intended to emphasise a diversity of sexuality and gender identity-based cultures. So it's a way of grouping diversity. I think when you're grouping many, many, many minorities into a single minority, rather than trying to give each minority a spot in the letters of the name of the thing, you should come up with a completely new word. Or use an existing word. Something just so that you don't need to keep extending it each time you want to add a minority to the group. Perhaps a word like gay. It may be used to refer to anyone who is non-heterosexual or non-cisgender, 
instead of exclusively to people who are lesbian, gay, bisexual, or transgender. Will somebody please think of the people that aren't lesbian, gay, bisexual, or transgender? To recognise this inclusion, a popular variant adds the letter Q for those who identify as queer, oh my god, I was joking, or are questioning their sexual identity. I think it should be LGBTO. The O, of course, standing for other. LGBTQ has been recorded since 1996. That was after a semicolon at the end of the previous sentence. Those who wish to include intersex people in LGBT groups suggest an extended initialism, LG... Jesus Christ, LGBTI. This initialism is used in all parts of the activist's guide of the Yogyakarta Principles in Action. Some people combine these two acronyms and use the term LGBTIQ. Whether or not LGBT people openly identify themselves may depend on local political concerns and whether they live in a discriminatory environment, as well as on the status of LGBT rights where they live. Some research, yeah, I would say if you live in Saudi Arabia, go easy on the pride. Some research, conducted anonymously and online and including the Q category, found that more adolescents and young adults identified as Q, questioning, compared with other LGBTQ categories. Should be you for unresolved. That may reflect... (laughs) That may reflect the uncertainty and external pressures surrounding human sexuality. History is a heading. Well, there's a main article, LGBT history, which, which brings me promise that this will be succinct, and timeline of LGBT, LGBT history. There should be an LGPD. The Lesbian Gay Police Department hit the streets. <laughs> it's just idiotic. <laughs> that's me that's for once idiotic. Before the sexual revolution of the 1960s, there was no common non-derogatory vocabulary for non-heterosexuality. The closest such term, third gender, traces back to the 1860s, but never gained wide acceptance in the United States. The first widely used term, homosexual, originally carried negative connotations. It was replaced by homophile in the 1950s and 1960s, and subsequently gay in the 1970s. The latter term was adopted first by the homosexual community. Lars Ullestam, that's a human, promoted use of the term sexual minority in the 1960s as an analogy to the term ethnic minority for non-whites. As lesbians forged more public identities, the phrase gay and lesbian became more common. The Daughters of Belitis folded in 1970 due to disputes over their direction, whether to focus on feminism or gay rights issues. As equality was a priority for lesbian feminists, disparity of roles between men and women, or butch and femme, were viewed as patriarchal. Lesbian feminists eschewed gender roleplay that had been pervasive in bars, as well as the perceived chauvinism of gay men. Many lesbian feminists refused to work with gay men, or take up their causes. Lesbians who held a more essentialist view, that they had been born homosexual and used the descriptor lesbian to define sexual attraction, often considered the separatist, angry opinions of lesbian feminists to be detrimental to the cause of gay rights. What's the point of a movement without some infighting? Bisexual and transgender people also sought recognition as legitimate categories within the larger minority community. I want a category too. After the elation of change following group action in the Stonewall riots in New York in the late 1970s and early 1980s, some gays and lesbians became less accepting of bisexual or transgender people. Oh, come on! Critics said that transgender people were acting out stereotypes 
and bisexuals were simply gay men or lesbian women who were afraid to come out and be honest about their identity. Each community struggled to develop its own identity, including whether and how to align with other gender and sexually based communities, at times excluding other subgroups. These conflicts continue to this day. From about, from about 1988, maybe 87, maybe 89, let's call it 88, activists began to use the initialism, initialism, LGBT in the United States. Not until the 1990s within the movement did gay, lesbian, bisexual and transgender people gain equal respect. Although the LGBT community has seen the Iron Curtain Falls, gays, lesbians, bisexuals and transgender people gain equal respect, Coincidence? Probably. Although the LGBT community has seen much controversy regarding universal acceptance of different member groups, bisexual, in, then in brackets, bisexual and transgender individuals in particular have sometimes been marginalised by the larger LGBT community, end parentheses, the term LGBT has been a positive symbol of inclusion. I don't know about inclusion, I'm not at all included. I'm a white male in my mid-thirties, so I'm not complaining, but, but still, I wouldn't call it inclusion. Despite the fact that LGBT does not nominally encompass all individuals in smaller communities, see variance below, hopefully below we see why variance has a capital here, the term is generally accepted to include those not specifically identified in the four-letter initialism. Overall, the use of the term LGBT has, over time, largely aided in bringing otherwise marginalised individuals into the general community. Transgender actress Candace Kane in 2009 described the LGBT community the last great minority, noting that we can still be harassed openly and be called out on television. I don't understand his or her point. In response to years of lobbying from users and LGBT groups to eliminate discrimination, oh, is that how you get rid of discrimination? You lobby. I bet the blacks wish they'd thought of that. The, <laughs> I should probably edit that out. The online social networking service Facebook, in February 2014, widened its choice of gender variants for users. In June 2015, after the US Supreme Court verdict granted equal marriage rights, as they damn well should have, Facebook introduced a filter allowing users to colour their profile pictures rainbow in celebration of LGBT equality. Variance is a heading and we got a picture. Bunch of happy looking people. Uh, waving flags, they've got a banner. It's not in English, so I'm not going to try and read it. Luckily, there's a caption, which perhaps is going to explain to us what uh, what it's all about. 2007 Pride Parade in Buenos Aires, organised by the Argentine Federation of LGBT People, with the LGBT initialism visible in the group's banner, top right of the image. Many variants exist, including variations that change the order of the letters, LGBT or GLBT, are the most common terms and the ones most frequently seen. Although identical in meaning, LGBT may have a more feminist connotation than GLBT, as it places the L for lesbian first. I think just certain sorts of brains want to find things that are really insignificant and make them something that you discuss at great length. I think it's called painting the bike shed. Is it? Okay, Google. Define painting the bike shed. Here we go, we're going to get sidetracked. It's called bike shedding. The term was coined as a metaphor to illuminate Parkinson's law of triviality. Parkinson observed that a committee whose job it is to approve plans for a nuclear power plant 
may spend the majority of its time on relatively unimportant but easy to grasp issues such as what materials to use for the staff bike shed, or neglecting the design of the power plant itself. So there you go, if you're arguing about where the L and the G go in LGBT, you're bike shedding. Alright, when not inclusive of transgender people, it is sometimes shortened to LGB. <laughs> I'm going to have a party, lesbians welcome, gays welcome, bisexuals welcome. Transgenders? No. Heterosexuals? No, you wait outside with the transgenders. We don't want your kind in here. LGBT may also be... I know I read it like a, like a bit of a goose. LGBT may also include additional cues for queer or questioning, sometimes abbreviated with a question mark, and sometimes used to mean anybody not literally LGB or T. And this can produce the variants LGBTQ and LGBTQQ. I'm not sure that I follow how you get two cues other than having queer and questioning. In the United Kingdom, it is sometimes stylized as LGB and T. Sounds like a sandwich. Whilst the Green Party of England and Wales uses the term LGBTIQ in its manifesto and official publications. Might as well just close our eyes, hold down shift and smack the keyboard. The order of the letters has not been standardized. In addition to the variations between the positions of the initial L or G, the mentioned, less common letters, if used, may appear in almost any order. Full stop. Initialisms related to LGBTQ people are sometimes referred to as alphabet soup, which makes me think of word salad. I'd like some word salad with my alphabet soup. If you don't know what word salad is, look it up. It's interesting. Variant terms do not typically represent political differences within the community, but arise simply from the preferences of individuals and groups. Those opposed to solidarity... The terms pansexual, omnisexual, fluid, and queer identified are regarded as falling under the umbrella term bisexual, and therefore are considered a part of the bisexual community. Likewise, the terms transsexual and intersex are regarded by I don't know why I say it like that, intersex are regarded by some people as falling under the umbrella term transgender, though many transsexual and intersex people object to this. Some intersex people prefer the initialism LGBTI while others insist that they are not part of the LGBT community and would rather that they not be included as part of the term. Thank you very much. In Australia, where LGBTI is increasingly used and organisations representing cross-community interests have a history of collaboration, including this sentence is just, it's the never-ending sentence. Let's start again. See if I can get my intonations right. I love the word intonation if you hadn't picked up on that already, dear listener. In Australia, where LG... I'm going to take a breath. Alright, I feel better. I feel good. In Australia, where LGBTI is increasingly used, and organisations representing cross-community interests have a history of collaboration, including through a national LGBTI health alliance, anti-discrimination legislation recognises that intersex is a biological attribute distinct from both gender identity and sexual orientation. Well, what the hell is intersex, then? Alright, best as I can work out, it means, like, in-between sexes. SGL, same-gender-loving, is sometimes favoured among gay male African-Americans as a way of distinguishing themselves from what they regard as white-dominated LGBT communities. MSM, men who have sex with men, 
is clinically used to describe men who have sex with other men without referring to their sexual orientation. I like that. That's, that's nice and analytical. You do whatever you want. You call yourself whatever you want. We're just going to refer to where you put your business. The gender identity, transgender, has been recategorized to trans star by some groups where trans, without the asterisk, has been used to describe trans men and trans women, while trans star covers all non-cisgender, genderqueer identities, including transgender, transsexual, transvestite, genderqueer, genderfluid, non-binary, genderfuck. Ooh, made me swear. That's blue. And it goes to genderbender. And there's a picture you just have to see for yourself. I think the top half is Kim Kardashian, and the bottom half is a white Kanye West with a beard. Alright, that was uh, genderbender. I'm not going to swear again. Genderless, agender, non-gendered, third gender, two-spirit. Oh, I like two-spirit. Bigender, and trans man and trans woman. If you're overweight, you could be trans fat. Hilarious. Other variants may have a U for unsure, a C for curious, another T for transvestite, a TS or a 2 for two-spirit, my favourite one, and or an SA for straight allies. However, the inclusion of straight allies in the LGBT acronym has proven controversial, as many straight allies have been accused of using LGBT advocacy to gain popularity and status in recent years, and various LGBT activists have criticised the heteronormative worldview of certain straight allies. People like, we don't want your help, jerkface. We're just fine without you. We don't need no man. Some may also add a P for polyamorous, an H for HIV effective, and or an O for other. Oh my god, that was my idea, O for other. It's amazing how quickly this happens. I had an idea at the top of the page, boom, halfway down, there it is. Furthermore, the initialism LGBTIH has seen use in India to encompass the hijr, hijr, whatever, identity, and the related subculture. (laughs) Here we go. The initialism LGBTQQIAAP, or <laughs> which stands for lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, transsexual, queer, questioning, intersex, asexual, ally, pansexual, has also resulted, although such initialisms are sometimes criticised for being confusing and leaving some people out, as well as issues of placement of the letters within the new title. However, adding the term allies to the initialism has sparked controversy with some seeing the inclusion of ally, as opposed to asexual, a form of sexual erasure. There is also the acronym QUILTBAG. (laughs) See, that's an acronym because it makes a word. There is also the acronym QUILTBAG, queer and questioning, intersex, lesbian, transgender and two-spirit, bisexual, asexual, and ally and gay and genderqueer. QUILTBAG. I like it. The magazine Anything That Moves coined the (laughs) anagram... The magazine Anything That Moves coined the acronym Fab Glitter from fetish, such as the BDSM community, allies or polyamorous, as in polyamorous relationships, bisexual, gay, lesbian, intersex, transgender, transsexual, engendering revolution of interracial attraction. However, this term has not made its way into common usage, unfortunately. Wesleyan University used the initialism LGBTQQFAGPBDSM, not making this up people, for, there's a, there's a swear word in here, I spy ahead, for lesbian, so 
block your sensitive ears, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, transsexual, queer, questioning, flexual, asexual, genderfuck, polyamorous, bondage, discipline, dominance, submission, and sadism, masochism. I'm not reading it all again just because I said masochism wrong. There we go. Criticism of the term. We got a picture. It is three children who have worked out their sexuality at a remarkably young age. Uh, They're in a go-kart. It says it's wrong on the side. And we're a gay and happy family. There's a bunch of people walking. There's pink balloons. No one looking particularly fabulous. Surprisingly sloppily dressed in all of these photos. Not, uh, Not living up to the stereotype there at all. The caption to this thing. LGB families... Like, ooh, not LGBT. How dare they? All right. Playing with fire, LGB families like these in a 2007 Pride Parade are labelled as non-heterosexual by researchers for a variety of reasons. See, I commend that as well. If the point is we need a group that isn't heterosexuals, then non-heterosexual is about the most accurate you're going to get. Full stop. Big fat full stop. The initialisms LGBT and GLBT are not agreeable to everyone that they encompass. For example, or to say that as one word, for example, some argue that transgender and transsexual causes are not the same as that of lesbian, gay and bisexual people. This argument centres on the idea that transgender and transsexuality have to do with gender identity or a person's understanding of being or not being a man or a woman irrespective of their sexual orientation. LGB issues can be seen as a matter of sexual orientation or attraction. Tend to agree with that. For what it's worth, these distinctions have been made in the context of political action. I I, I suspect that no one cares what I think about this. These distinctions have been made in the context of political action in which LGB goals, such as same-sex marriage, legislation and human rights work, which may not include transgender and intersex people, may be perceived to differ from transgender and transsexual goals. Many people have looked for a generic term to replace the numerous existing initialisms. Words such as queer, an umbrella term for sexual and gender minorities that are not heterosexual or gender binary, and rainbow have been tried, but most have not been widely adopted. I imagine that even if I was gay, I would be just as surly as I am now and I would not not be happy with the rainbow thing. Shove your rainbow up your ass. Uh, queer has many negative connotations to older people who remember the word as a taunt and insult, and such negative usage of the term continues. Alright, so we wait for, for that generation to die off, then we call it queer. Many younger people also understand queer to be more politically charged than LGBT. Rainbow has connotations that recall hippies, new age movements, and organisations like Jesse Jackson's Rainbow slash Push coalition in the United States. Some people advocate the term Minority Sexual and Gender Identities, MSGI, coined in 2000, or Gender and Sexual Sexuality Minorities, GSM, so as to explicitly include all people who are not cisgender and heterosexual, (coughs) or Gender, Sexual and Romantic Minorities, GSRM, which is more explicitly inclusive of minority romantic orientations, and polyamory. It's amory. But those have not been widely adopted either. Wop, wop, wop. Other rare umbrella terms are gender and sexual diversities, GSD. Morgi, marginalised orientations, gender identities and intersex. 
and Morgai, marginalised orientations, gender alignments, and intersex. What about Nota? None of the above. I like that. A reverse to the above situations is evident in the belief of lesbian and gay separatism, not to be confused with the related lesbian separatism. Sounds dirty. Which holds that lesbians and gay men form, or should form, a community distinct and separate from other groups normally included in the LGBTQ sphere. While not always appearing of sufficient number or organisation to be called a movement, separatists are a significant vocal, I bet, and active element within many parts of the LGBT community. In some cases, separatists will deny the existence or right to equality of non-monosexual orientations and of transsexuality. This can extend to public biphobia and transphobia. In contrasts to separatists, lots of S's there. In contrasts to separatists, Peter Tatchell of the LGBT human rights group Outrage! Exclamation point, argues that to separate the transgender movement from the LGB would be political madness. Stating that queers are, like transgender people, gender deviant. We don't conform to traditional heterosexist assumptions of male and female behaviour, in that we have sexual and emotional relationships with the same sex. We should celebrate our discordance with mainstream straight norms. I imagine that if Peter Tatchell ever heard anything I ever said, he would be outraged. The portrayal of an all-encompassing LGBT community, or LGB community, is also disliked by some lesbian, gay, bisexual and transgender people. Some do not subscribe to or approve of the political and social solidarity and visibility in human rights campaigning. That's all blue. Political and social solidarity and visibility of human rights campaigning is a goddamn link that links to LGBT rights by country or territory. All I can tell you is there's a map and Africa's not looking good. Oh my god. Oh, that's worth having a look at. It's one of those maps where like blue is good through green and white in the middle is so-so and then red at the end. And in the legend, red is death penalty. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven or so countries where you get killed if you put your bits in the wrong bits. Some do not subscribe to... (laughs) I'll have you know, dear listener, that I censored myself and I'm not saying something that I was thinking of saying. Okay, we're up to... uh, Some do not subscribe to or approve of the political and social solidarity and visibility in human rights campaigning that normally goes with it, including gay pride marches and events. Some of them believe that grouping together people with non-heterosexual orientations perpetuates the myth that being gay, a lesbian, or bi, or asexual, or pansexual, etc. makes a person deficiently different from other people. You know what, I'm on board with that. These people are often less visible compared to more mainstream gay or LGBT activists. Since this faction is difficult to, <laughs> since this faction is difficult to distinguish from the heterosexual majority, sleeper gays, it is common for people to assume all LGBT people support LGBT liberation and the visibility of LGBT people in society, including the right to live one's life in a different way from the majority. In the 1996 book Anti-Gay, a collection of essays edited by Mark Simpson, the concept of a one-size-fits-all identity based on LGBT stereotypes is criticised for suppressing the individuality of LGBT people. 
Do you know what? I would change that. I would say it suppresses the individuality of people. You like the way I ended that sentence there? Like I just said something profound? Writing in the BBC News magazine in 2014, Julie Bindle questions whether the various gender groupings now bracketed together share the same issues, values and goals. Bindle refers to a number of possible new initialisms for differing combinations and concludes that it may be time for the alliances to be reformed or finally we go our separate ways. That, ladies and gentlemen of all sexualities, was a Wikipedia article that sort of wrapped up at the end with our separate ways. It was almost like there was an outro. And we're done. There is C also. It's quite the list. Androphilia and gynophilia. Closeted, cross-dressing, gender neutrality. Gender roles in non-heterosexual communities. LGBT billionaires. LGBT history month. LGBT lives matter. I made that one up. LGBT rights opposition. That'll be a page with a bunch of jerks on it. And hilariously, the picture at the top of that page is black and white. Says something. Alrighty, so if you are LGBTQQFAGPBDS or M, and I've offended you in any way, shape or form, I, I can't imagine, head on over to www. See, just three letters. We can do with just three letters. www.davidreadswikipedia.com and, uh, and get outraged. If you are LGB or T and think it's all a bit silly, don't really feel the need to label yourself, you can uh, get in there and argue with the other people. And so with that, oh yeah, so what do I do? I read out the website and then the Twitter thing. Do do Twitter. I should probably get my shit together and do this in the same order every time. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. And now, my furry little friends, it is time for hijackings between the United States and Cuba. It's 1969. It's January 31. Alan Sheffield hijacks a DC-8 from San Francisco to Cuba. He says he is, quote, Tired of TV dinners and tired of seeing people starve in the world. End quote. Amazing. On March 19, a man tries to hijack a CV-880 from Dallas to Cuba. He ends up in New Orleans. Charges are dismissed due to insanity. Does not say whether the man was insane or the judge was insane. I'm guessing man. A man hijacked a Delta Airlines Flight 821, a DC-8, from Dallas, Texas bringing all 114 passengers to Havana, Cuba, many of which were active duty military. A poorly chosen plane. Is that three? That's three. The world is an all-round ridiculous place. Bye.